everybody to spooky shit. Yay. Um, I'm Hope Harris. And I'm Brandy. Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> we have to you have to give your full name so people can identify you. Or else you think oh, we could be any course. hope and brandy in the world. There's so, so many of them. Yeah. Um, any hope and brandy duo that you can others yes. that you can think of. So mm-hmm. what uh what have you been up to? Um What you been doing? <laughs> being in my house. Yeah, um, same. And then I was in my house and then mm. um I bought two new puzzles that puts my puzzle count up to four puzzles. Wait, I don't know about the new puzzle. What's your new puzzle like? Oh my god. So I did <laughs> I did uh, a Sleeping Beauty puzzle, which was really nice, but I found it oh. too easy. I was like, mm. I need a challenge. So yeah, I yeah. found a 101 Dalmatians puzzle. Oh. And it is so many little dogs that all look the same, and it's going to be mm-hmm. so hard. I'm excited. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you? How about you? Basically just Animal Crossing. Yes. Um, creating my world in there like everyone else. Um, yes. Just trying to, just trying to get rich and have fun. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to make a beautiful town. Um, trying getting to make my those island. fashions. Just getting. I buy all of the fashions. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, I buy every yes. single fashion. It's about uh, that. Yeah, for me, Animal Crossing. It's about many things, but mostly it's about buying every color of everything <laughs> that's sold in the clothes shop because it's really yeah. important to me. Yesterday um, we had a froggy costume. Oh it was my fucking god! So incredible. I could not come over yesterday because my Ugh. stupid siblings got Animal Crossing. They both Ugh. bought it. So they had to come to my town and experience it because my town no. rules and their town stink. Oh, my God. Tell them to yeah. all come to my town, which is not my town. It's actually my sister Danny's town. She works very hard on it. I just <laughs> squat there and uh, experience I- our froggy <laughs> costumes. I really like how <laughs> I really like how you're like. Just, you know, I know Danny's going to hear this and I need to make sure that people know that it's her people town. Know. It's her town. Just... She she works very hard on it. She allows me yeah. to play every day, which is very kind. If <laughs> if it was any other, like, any other situation, like, I don't know how she's doing it. I I wouldn't be able to do it because uh, Animal Crossing is the only thing. Yeah. It's the only thing that's going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my 30-year-old sister and my yes. older than 30-year-old brother both bought it. And we don't played. expose him. <laughs> I didn't say his exact age. <laughs> don't do and, it. Be sensitive. <laughs> and uh, we we all played a fishing tournament from our own homes uh, together. Oh. It was really fun. Wow. So Thank Animal you. Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh, what are what are we what are we talking about today? Hope is it Animal <laughs> Crossing? <laughs> There's no transition. Um. So today we're yeah. talking about like statues who are like alive and yeah. protect. Yes. And they protect. That's they like powers. their job. They yeah. Basically they're mm-hmm. like magical statues that you've seen. You've seen around mm-hmm. your neighborhoods. You've seen them yeah. if you've gone to any sort of like Catholic church. You've seen yeah. them at perhaps a PF Chang's. You maybe have a museum. Many a museum. If you go to the New York Public Library, there's some lions out there. Do those ones count, Brandy? Ooh. Brandy's covering the lions, so I don't know. Uh um, maybe. <laughs> Um, so today we're talking gargoyles. Yeah. And we're, and we're talking foo dogs, which are the lions. Foo dogs. Yes. Um, uh, they have many names. So <laughs> I know there are like a lot of names for these. Like, so it turns yeah. out I had to read about architecture to get into this. And there's too many oh, no. architecture words. And the only so good hard. one is flying buttress. And Did you learn about the buttresses? Did you learn what they do? Why they fly? No. Do you know? I couldn't read uh, it. it yeah, they, they hold up. Okay, sorry. I studied a lot of art history in my day. No, they no, no. They hold I... up uh, ceilings because they their materials weren't strong enough to go as tall as they wanted to go. So the mm. buttresses go up and then they connect to the ceiling to hold it up as extra supports. So, oh, not just yeah. fashion. Not just fashion. They're for, they're for looks and for function. I love that. Nice. Yeah. So... Uh, what is your experience with statues that may or may not have sentience? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me this question, but yeah. I'm not quite sure if I... Here, I'll give you... I can give you mine because... Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Obviously, I've thought about this a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, I've seen the Doctor Who episode Blink. I know that right. the Stone Angels will kill you. They will right. attack if you don't look at them. And that's very scary. Mm-hmm. Uh but I've always had, like, a, a weird feeling around being too close to big statues when I am by myself or nearly by myself. Mm. It's, it's a difficult thing to explain. But imagine, mm. imagine like, being in a small courtyard that's, sure, that's like, I'm walled there. in or, like, yeah. a small room. And there mm. is a statue in that room that is way too big for it. Just, like... Mm. 10 feet 15 feet tall statue of david something really big and Mm. you're not in a big crowd looking at it you're by yourself with this statue it terrifies me it's so scary i feel like it's menacing i don't want to i don't want to be there i think it's just understanding (laughs) how big this thing is and I, i feel like it's alive I feel okay. like there's something in there, and it will get me. I see. So you're having some, yeah. like, giant anxiety. Giant anxiety, absolutely. And statues, uh, preferably humanoid ones or ones with some kind of face or personality, those hmm. are the ones that uh, are very scary. Yeah. I don't like it. I see what you're saying. I, I see. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if it came to life, it'd be so much bigger than you. It could, it could smash you with its fists. Yeah, and when I'm in, like, a place that makes it all that more clear that the statue is extremely way too big, it makes it so much worse. Like, if I'm outside, if I'm, like, you know, it's a big park and there's a statue in in the middle of a fountain or something, I'm like, beautiful. I love Mm -hmm. it. If Mm -hmm. I'm in, like, a church or a museum and there's a bunch of people around and there's a big statue in there, I'm like, this is so gorgeous. I -hmm. I love this. But if it's me and, like, big replica of David in a small courtyard... (laughs) I'm gonna die. Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't. At first, I didn't realize where the fear was coming from for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But now I kind of. I really actually see it really clearly. That's that is terrifying. It's really bad, and I don't know where this fear came from, but it's deep within me, and I felt it since I was a child. So for me, statues are pretty scary. I don't think like classical statues are that scary to me. It's mm-hmm. so. Outside my mall that I went to, the Valencia Mall in Valencia, yeah. California, there was, when I was a kid, some new fresh artist came up and was like, I'm going to give you some free ass statues to hang out oh, around shit. here. And he made like, pe- they're people, but they're like slightly smaller than real people. They're not like three fourths. They're like, I don't know. 15 16th size of humans so that's very unsettling that they're slightly Uh, smaller um just like scale wise sort of uncanny yes and then they're sitting in places that humans would sit where humans are meant to sit uh in places Uh. built for living humans not statues so like they'll be on the bench and you have to sit next to them um they beckon you to sit next to them they yeah they draw you to the bench (laughs) and uh they have eyes that are that are like round balls, but with a hollowed out, like there's a circle that goes in, which I guess is a pupil. I guess that's what it's like. But I, but just seeing that in bronze is rough. And oh, they're, they're bronze. Yeah. Ooh. Somehow that's worse. <laughs> yeah. It's like outdoor art, and it's very scary. And I would have dreams when I was a kid about them coming alive. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Br- I think mm-hmm. statues when they when they get close to mannequin esque is when everybody yeah. nopes out yeah mannequins are the worst form of um art the worst the yeah. worst thing or the worst thing yeah they're the mm-hmm. worst thing but um brandy what you what you know about gargoyles oh my god we <laughs> <laughs> we are going from now scu- sculptures that are scary and aren't meant to be to sculptures that are scary and meant to be but are good guys maybe because yeah. i think gargoyles are good guys they yeah. they hang out on churches uh yeah. they hang out with our friend quasimodo yeah. they they're there for the kids they're <laughs> there for the teens yeah and they are fun they're fun they sing songs one of them is voiced by mm-hmm. jason alexander and the other oh. one's voiced by someone who 
who I don't know, they just disappeared in the 90s and we never heard of them yeah. again. Um, yeah, probably a gargoyle did that. Probably. But uh, I've been, we actually got a suggestion on our Instagram from a storm in August, who is our greatest fan, because it's someone I don't know that's actually listening to this podcast. Um, who are you? Who are you? Why we are love you. Listening? What's going on? Kiss, kiss. Uh, they suggested <laughs> gargoyles. So yeah. um, basically, let's get into it. So ancient Scottish yeah. mythology uh, rated gargoyles as protector divinities, like we said, who protected human beings from spirits and evil men. Um, this is, and like, the basic idea of like gargoyles with negative tendencies, which I imagine them with because I always want it to be scary, mm-hmm. really didn't come until this novel was published in uh, 1932. So for a really long time, they were just protectors. Um, and uh, were you scared of them? Do you think that they're bad guys? I, yeah, I don't. Well, they got their look, mm-hmm. they got their teeth out. I mean, I, I'll, I'll say it. I, I judge them. Yeah, I judge them. They got their teeth looking out. scary. Yeah. Um, and they're, you know, they're gross. They're kind of, mm-hmm. they're kind of gross looking. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. They're like weird little, like, golems with big teeth. And sometimes they're really buff. And they're always, they're always like growling or shouting. Mm-hmm. And like um, spitting. Sometimes they're spitting. They, yeah, well, they actually, it's not a gargoyle, technically, unless it's spitting water, unless it has, like, a water pipe coming oh, out of it. Yeah. A technicality. They need to be able to just just shoot liquids. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, this is, like, the, the first recorded story about a gargoyle and, like, why it's there on the church is a, a mm-hmm. French story from, uh, God... You know what? This is how you can tell if your research is good. If the actual the blog that's telling you about this story doesn't have a date. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the seventh century around the six hundreds is when this story is from. But I mean that's pretty old. Nobody was really writing down dates back then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um so this is a story of the La La Gargoyle, uh, mm. which was a dragon who regularly oh. terrorized the French town of Rouen. Um, and on his annual visits, the dragon demanded of the townspeople a virgin maiden, uh, but he was often given a convicted criminal instead to eat. Um, and that's uh, fucked up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, and like the the gargoyle was not the gargoyle was not happy about this. He was pissed off. Um, mm-hmm. so eventually, the villagers like got tired of Lagorl's demands. And <laughs> your uh, French is impeccable. Uh, thank you. I know I've been working on it. There was mm-hmm. a priest who came upon the scene, is the wordage here, and yeah. said he would subdue the dragon if the townspeople would build and join his church. Classic. Um, mm. I mean, I thought I thought priests are supposed to do everything for like the love of God and and goodness, but I guess like dragon slaying for converts is good. It's a lot of personal risk. You have to think about the the risk versus reward on this one. Um, I guess. But is it, are you really, like, are you really a convert if you just did it so you didn't get ate by a dragon? This guy doesn't care. He needs the numbers. He needs the butts in the seats. Gotta see the views. Gotta have the downloads. (laughs) So, they're like, yeah, fine. They're fine. His subscribers were all like, Whatever, we'll subscribe. We'll hit that <laughs> notification bell. We smashed um, it. The, so he, the priest goes, finds the dragon, um, uses the sign of the cross and other Christian powers to subdue the beast. Stuff that works. Christian powers? Yeah. Cri- other Christian, Christian powers. powers? Other oh, Christian shit. powers. What are these? Um, let's see if I can hmm. dig in and see. <laughs> I really don't. Huh. Huh. Hmm. No, it doesn't. I'm really not seeing any more information about what specific Christian power. Transfiguration, maybe? Um. Um. Anyway. Like, okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We'll we'll dive into what Christian powers are in the uh, Spooky Shit After Hours Patreon only exclusive (laughs) podcast. I really no. I was really I was really looking at the footnotes trying to find out if there was an answer because I would love to know. Um, yeah. 
so this guy is i guess this is a spoiler but his name is is saint romanus so you know that he's a saint for some reason i don't know Mm -hmm. um they don't just give those out no he uh he 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 you know christian powers got him Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. the the townspeople then like burned the dragon at the stake but it was weird because its head and neck didn't burn but Uh. because he had been like breathing fire his whole life which had toughened his skin actually yeah it doesn't seem like fire is the best sort of uh eradication method for a dragon well they didn't know i mean they didn't have christian powers i don't know they didn't have christian powers they couldn't use uh the the power of an awkward pat on sunday morning yeah um you know so they had this head and neck and they're like "Mm." Okay. So the townspeople <laughs> mm. mounted these charred remains on their newly constructed church as a symbol of victory over evil. Oh, uh, that is oh, that is hardcore. Yeah. So you can still see Ugh. this dude at the the cathedral in Rowan, and you can see this story which is written in stone there, actually. You mean there's there's a dragon chunk there's a dragon to this flesh. church? <laughs> there's <gasps> It's a gargoyle. So it's, not, it's a gargoyle. Oh my god. God, that's metal as fuck. These Christians <laughs> go in. Yeah, I know. I know. Damn. Um, another place that you can really find gargoyles is Philadelphia. They're actually decided, like, huh? <laughs> with the building of the city, they uh, they decided to, like, really lean into gargoyles. So there's, like, a fuckload of gargoyles all over Philadelphia. You can go... Yeah. Yeah, you can go like okay. to different building. This is what I mean. Like, let's do this. Um, if I mean, if you're a city planner and all you have to do all day is like look at crosswalks and think about gutters, <laughs> it must be nice to be the guy in Philadelphia that's like gargoyle patrol. Yeah, gargoyle man. Um, how how many gargoyle can we put on this public library? Uh, yeah, and some of them are. Uh, there's some fun gargoyles out there. Um, there's mm. gargoyles that are like there's a there's one in DC that's like a stormtrooper that you can find that's like <gasps> on an old church. Yeah. Anyway, um, so basically, what gargoyles do is they are protectors. They, um, it's the, uh, there's a couple of things. So either they're demonic vessels where a daemon familiar is bound into a horned and goat-like gargoyle um, and that has been kind of like strapped to this church as uh, a way of keeping more evil out. Kind of like a reverse fallen angel. Kind of like the demons start serving the church because they're kind of, they're like trapped by those Christian powers into the vessel. Does that make sense? Is it? It, yeah, is it Christian powers at this point, or is it Catholic powers? I know there there's so many people out there that will get very mad at us if we don't get it right. So many. I know. So um, many. You know, I can't say that I am great at mm. um, knowing the difference between yeah. those things. Um, I, I'm going to lean towards Catholic just because I don't think I've ever seen a gargoyle on a Christian church. They're mostly like big stadiums with like fun projector light shows and a guy with an acoustic guitar yeah you're right i remember that um yeah you know yeah but you're right they're mostly on catholic church to illustrate Mm -hmm. evil through the form of a gargoyle and they just have demons they just have demons strapped to the outside of them yeah it's supposed to remind people of hell just like look at hell remember hell i it's a good reminder yeah um, the, there was a man called the St. Bernard of Clairvaux who was famous for speaking out against gargoyles. He uh, a dog? <laughs> he, he a big dog? He's an... Hey, hey, huh? <laughs> is, he a, is he a big dog? If you Old don't want to hear any more neck? about gargoyles, you can just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're just giving me so much good visual, visual uh, play, play things. I'm jumping on this jungle gym of words. I think I, you, okay. I'll get off. He's get a off. he's a Saint Bernard who really hated gargoyles in the 12th century. Okay. Imagine that. Yeah, 
He's just sitting mm-hmm. in the pew looking around at his Catholic church being like, ah, ah, so many fucking gargoyles all around looking around. <laughs> and he said, yeah. here's here's his quote. What are these fantastic monsters doing in the cloisters before the eyes of the brothers as they read? What is the meaning of these unclean monkeys, these savage lions, the monsters? To what purpose are here placed these creatures, half beast, half man, or these spotted tigers? I see several bodies with one head and several heads on one body. Here is a quadrupled... Here, one is quadrupled with a serpent head. There, a fish with a quadruped's head. And again, a half horse, half goat. Surely... If we do not blush for such absurdities, we should at least regret what we have spent on them. Oh my god. Really the, fucking this hates gargoyles. This guy hates fun. I, well, yeah. All those things sound like a, a great time. Like, if I'm stuck in a church, I, I want to look at a half-fish horse with six heads? That sounds dope. No, he does not. He does okay. not. That should not be in God's house. It is absurd. All right, Bernard. Um... But I, so in my research, I came across uh, a post from 2014, a blog post uh, with one Mm -hmm. comment from the United Church of God um, that I could, can add to my Bible study list if I sign in today. But, (laughs) oh gosh, uh, I implore you to not. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to let you know about this story that, um, Robert H. Brennett shared he he so when he lived in Austria um, he every church he saw had like these ugly contorted faces pointing out of it from like the walls and the eaves and he was told that these were gargoyles and demons and they depicted evil spirits abandoning the building okay Um, Mm -hmm. and then that was the presence of God driving out all evil spirits so uh, he was like, I don't know about that, because it was 1992, <laughs> and he's like, I'm not quite so sure about that. Um, I I don't think Robert was too much of a believer. Um, uh. Anyway, so in, in in modern cities, Robert points out that we no longer see these gargoyles and these ugly faces. Um, he's like... Have we advanced to the point of disdain when it comes to evil spirits and ghosts? I'm not I think Robert's point is that maybe millennials are not into ghosts and spirits, which is rude. He's got that so wrong. He has that because s- it's the only thing we care about. Yeah. Yeah. Um has he been to Philadelphia? Come on. <laughs> Have you seen the one that's shaped like a stormtrooper? Have um, you seen the stormtrooper one? But he he's like, this isn't true. Sorry for scaring you. Because the Harry Potter movies exist. And which oh. seem innocent and fun on the surface. But at the roots um, lies a belief in this spirit world. Um, and that's a that was a problem and was a problem in the early church. So another theory that might have happened, which is actually, when Robert says this, this makes sense. Um, he says that like the gargoyles may have been integrated into Catholic churches as like they were pagan symbols that were like mm-hmm. integrated into the church and given a story, which is something we've covered tons of times on this podcast. It happens a lot. Um, yeah. Catholics ruining the fun. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's part of our bullshit now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's, that's a big problem. Robert says, because the, the concept of witchcraft is so heinous to God that he states the people who practice it will not receive eternal life. So, I this guy is all over the place. What does witchcraft have to do with gargoyles? No, no, no. He's connecting them. Sorry, he's he's he, saying that they're he's connecting them because of Harry Potter. I think Robert is having a tough time in Austria. <laughs> I think he, I think he's just trying to take two points and connect them, but they're not. <laughs> There's nothing there. He just he's saying that these gargoyles are still. With us today, even though in a modern church, you may not see gargoyles, you may see the mm-hmm. the man with the acoustic guitar, you may see yeah. the light show, you may see yeah. the sound booth, and you do not see the gargoyles, but they're still in our hearts today through Harry Potter, and they leave a deep impression <laughs> in our minds. Okay? Ugh. Oh, the modern gargoyle, HP and his, his fun, freckled friends. Yeah. And 
he's like, we can't discount how evil this is and how bad it is and that evil beings do exist and so do angels, which I didn't ask about. Um, okay. It it does feel like he just read Harry Potter and didn't like it very much and just wants to, it just wants to sort of blame it on uh, a stormtrooper in Philadelphia. What we need to do. (laughs) Okay. Is get rid of all these idols in our lives. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So gargoyles okay. are one form of these idols. And I guess if they're being cast out of the church, that's okay. I'm not sure where Robert stands on this. But we need yeah. to stop reading Harry Potter because evil okay. creeps into society and into our lives. There, And we ought to stand guard on our freedoms because it's mm. all around us and the devil is in the details and it can creep in. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, be rid of it all. I say, there Clean is walls, always a spiritual only war. Guitar. Mm-hmm. There's uh-huh. always a spiritual war going on, and you need to keep your guard up. Got to keep your guard up. Those gargoyles will slither right into your heart, and they will eat your eternal life. This is like a part of a series about how Halloween is bad. <laughs> Do you have any <laughs> Christian friends growing up that thought Halloween was like? It's it's bad. You they weren't allowed um, to do Halloween. I, I'm not Halloween, but I did have friends who weren't allowed to read Harry Potter, which is yeah, me too. So sad. We were like anti witchcraft and therefore anti fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah. guy, yeah. there's this part of a series from uh-huh. the United Church of God about how uh, Halloween's bad and we can't be worshiping idols like this. But someone was like, mm-hmm. basically, like, what about gargoyles? And he's like, well, that's different. <laughs> and <laughs> But it's part of it. It's and different, but it's part of it. I, I will say this. I've never seen someone worshiping a gargoyle. Mostly they're just, like, fun decor. Yeah. But I guess because yeah. they're on a house of worship. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think someone, I, I think someone in the parish was trying to read <laughs> Harry trying Potter. trying really hard. Yeah. 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 And he and they're like, please, there's girls. Um, and oh yeah, just before I done and pass it over to you, Brandy. Brandy did also yeah. send me like some a hot tip about these other sort of um, statues that we're actually less sure of the origin of. I feel like gargoyles are pretty solidly like protectors, and they have a backstory yeah. and everything. But uh, Sheila Naw Giggs, I would suggest searching this. Uh, uh they are carvings mm-hmm. on ancient architecture of a naked woman displaying an exaggerated vulva so they're like mm. they're a woman and it's uh a woman pretty much like holding open like pussy out yeah all, and they're they're all over the place and some I, people think they're fertility goddesses like that uh-huh. got integrated into the church pagan style um some people think that they're like signs like warning women of lustfulness if they're in a church um are they on churches yeah cathedrals hell yeah isn't that a church yeah oh thank god yeah (laughs) i'm pretty sure a cathedral okay i might be wrong but i'm pretty sure cathedral is a church that like a pope or a bishop or a cardinal or someone like that like lived in should we not be talking about this <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about it. we don't know anything <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, uh. yeah but yeah the vagina the vagina gargoyles are the coolest things i've ever seen yeah and they're also protect against evil i um i'll post mm-hmm. this image on our instagram but there's a yeah there's a there's a a, a plate um by charles einston that's depicting one what these statues do in real life and it's a woman lifting up her skirts showing mm-hmm. showing it all to this mm-hmm. demon who's like um, <laughs> so I'll post that but yeah. yeah look it up get your life S H E E L A space N A space G I G S get your life get your life yeah I mean 
the world of gargoyles is a beautiful, fanciful place, and all they do is protect us from bad vibes, bad spirits. Yeah, I. In the end, like it was just kind of cool, and they're not like they're they're only in D and D. They're scary, like they'll come down and they'll like eat you. But basically, they mm. don't. It was like later in some like early science fiction novels and some early fantasy novels that they started to get evil, probably just because they looked like that. Mm. Um, Someone trying really... to give our friends a bad name, a bad rap. Yeah, they're they're friendly. Give them a hug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I love this information about gargoyles. And um, welcome. We, we should post some fun ones because I know there are some very silly gargoyles, like that one that's just a dude's butthole. Just like, whoa, where's that? Pouring water. <laughs> it's like in some German castle. And I think uh, this but. is going to be horrible. But the vague story is it's like the person who commissioned this church was being a dickwad and the architect hated him. So he built him as this like <laughs> naked guy clinging to the edge of the church with with the water spout is his butthole and it just pours out and it looks directly at the guy's house it's very funny that's extremely good i'm seeing like four or five of these of these buttholes Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah we're we're gonna have to choose ah very good (laughs) (laughs) wow 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 are you ready to take a trip to the east yeah, let's go. Let let's me get, go. Let me put my motorcycle helmet on. Let's go. Let's go to China and talk about Chinese guardian lions, foo dogs, lion dogs, or shishi. They have many other names as well, but these are the ones that I wrote down. <laughs> yeah, gargoyles are also called shimras and grotesques. So, you know. Ah, yeah. Look, we just choose one. If, if they've been around for like more than an 100 200 years they get at least like six new names uh and these guys you have seen them if you've been to a chinatown if you've been to like a like a bank of asia or whatever the fuck they're out there there are these traditional like chinese architectural statues that uh depict a pair of very stylized lions Mm -hmm. and one is a male lion and he's got his paw on a on a ball and one is a female lion and she's got her paw on a little cub and they're like their their faces are like scary and their eyes are really bright and they have like crazy fur and some people think they're dogs but they're actually lions and they're always like facing outwards when you go into a building they're really cool oh okay i get you okay so i was you know yeah i was picturing when you started talking about them, like the ones in front mm-hmm. of the New York Public Library or the ones in front of a P.F. No. Chang's. No, those are just no. lions. That's these some are Western specific. bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. No, these are, these are, these are, yeah. And they're typically outside of like tombs and palaces, like shrines and temples. They're, uh, you know, very important. And they've been part of Chinese architecture since the Han Dynasty, which is like 200 BCE. Hell yeah. Yeah, old. Um, and they were re- typically made out of stone. It was very difficult to carve them. So they reserved for like the wealthy and the elite, like the emperor would have them mm-hmm. outside of his house. But mm-hmm. now they're like everywhere. If you go to like, you know, uh, like a gift shop, they're all out there. They're like in front of the random Chinese restaurant. Everyone's got one. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these guys, what are their powers? Well, Who are they? Who are they? What do they do? So they protect the building from harmful spirits or like spiritual influences and also from like bad people. So like actual people. Um, So they can cleanse like the bad feng shui vibes. Mm -hmm. Um, One specific one is called Sha Chi, which is like the negative force that comes from sharp corners in your house, Mm -hmm. uh, sickness, Mm -hmm. imposed authority. We don't like that. No. You're not you're not my real dad. No. Um busy crowds in your house? And then well, you can have feng shui like outside. Oh, okay. Um and then just like shitty structures. Like feng shui doesn't like lampposts. <gasps> feng shui doesn't like obelisks apparently according to Wikipedia. Me neither. Um and it's not into traffic lights. So Okay. These these lions can like cleanse that shit away. Yeah, because we do need traffic lights. 
Yeah, but we, we we need them, but they suck. They just suck for the vibes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and this bad like shot she can actually lead to illness and depression if you're exposed to it for a long amount of time so if you have a traffic light in your bedroom get that shit out get it out i do not it's making you depressed um is this why america's sick because of all the traffic lights yeah maybe we should just destroy them all and go back to like a horse and buggy system yeah i don't well okay so can you still have a traffic light but if you've got food dogs it's okay because it kind of cancels each other out Yes, they will protect you from it. So we need yeah. more food um, dogs, not less traffic lights. Uh, one or the other. Like, I'm still fine with letting a horse decide when we go. Mm, if okay. if that's going to be safer for the vibes. I don't <laughs> I don't think it's going to be safer <laughs> for anyone's vibes. All right. More more food dogs then. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So these guys, uh, they are blessed with perception. They can discern what's good and what's bad and your intentions um and they're they're very loyal and very fierce and everyone loves them they're like always a good guy they're always going to be out there for you eating up the bad vibes they also can repress the like impulse to steal shit so uh they they keep the thieves away they also minimize accidents and uh if you have bad intentions coming in my house, they will confuse you, make you like turn around. Bye. Oh my god, these are mm-hmm. very useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they got so many powers. Okay, okay, okay. I'm mm-hmm. here for them. Yes. So, what do they mean? Because there's like a lot of symbolism with these guys. Mm-hmm. So they're always in pairs. You have to have two foo dogs for it to work because they represent yin and yang. Okay. And. The male food dog is yang and the female food dog is yin. Mm-hmm. And if you want to tell them apart, the male one is the one who has his right front paw on this like embroidered ball, like a stone ball. Um, and this like represents supremacy over the world. Like I am, I have power over the outside world. It's very cool. Huh. But the female, which looks the same, like we don't have uh, eyelashes or titties on this lion. <laughs> animators she has a really good head of hair too they always do they gotta Mm -hmm. and uh but you can tell who she is because she's got the cub under her paw and it kind of looks like she's stepping on this baby but she's not it's nurturing okay it represents the circle of life it represents like that motherly vibe um and the males they express like this they express will to power, strength, ferocity, and aggressive courage. Okay. okay. Whereas the f- the female, she expressed nurturing strength, compassion, okay. loving care, counsel, okay. teaching, and feminine healing. Which mm-hmm. is really gendered. What it is, doesn't need to be. What is feminine healing? I think you know. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen those vulva sculptures? They heal me. Yeah, that's true. I felt healed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But just be vagina doesn't mean feminine. Okay. Yeah. Oh. That's not what that means. Thank you. Look, gender's a construct. These lines can be whatever they want to be. These I mean, like, look at the the quote unquote female lion has a mane like a like a like a male lion. Oh, what in the world? Yeah. Quote unquote male lion. What like in the wild? Do whatever so. they want. Yeah. Oh. So the male's guarding the structure. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his mouth open. And the female lion protects those dwelling inside. And she has her mouth closed, so, like, open, closed. And uh, in, there's, like, a bunch of different adaptations of these guys. They're all over Asia. So in Japan, uh, the, the like, mouth open, closed thing actually represents that the male is inhaling, which represents life. And the female's exhaling, which represents death. So they've got so much going on. They contain yeah. multitudes. Layers yeah. on layers on layers. I know the next time you go into like LA Chinatown, look at these guys and you will understand. They seem super important. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So why lions? Like there's a lot of cool animals out there. Why yeah. these guys? Well, what's interesting is that the use of lions as guardians actually predates the first records of like actual lions being in China. So 
they had these lions before they knew that lions were real. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they... And they thought it was because that these early depictions actually represent like a mythical creature that just happened to then correlate with these real animals, which is cool as shit. That's um, really cool. Yeah. And they they linked this creature with Swanee, who is the mythical fifth child of the Dragon King. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They do kind of yeah. look like dragons. Yeah. So they're yeah. like dragon lion dogs. Um they also and they look I like pugs you, and dragons. Yeah, and lions. Yeah, they got that little short nose, little little squat. Um, yeah, and they can't they can't give birth on their own. They need C sections. <laughs> they can't breed. We've really fucked up the genetic up code, and we so need to breed bad. more responsibly. <laughs> they cannot walk for that long. They have that no. that short palate that makes These, it hard for them to breathe. Just like let's these not food do that. dogs, they can we breed the food dogs more responsibly <laughs> so they can stand longer? Yeah, it's not okay. Mm-mm. Um, can I tell you about the nine children of the Dragon King? Because I love oh yeah, them. yeah yeah yeah. Sorry, sorry for cutting you off. Please tell me about the nine children of the it's, Dragon King. It's totally fine, and I want you to tag yourself when <laughs> I, I I explain yeah. them to you because uh, I think we're all gonna identify uh-huh. with one of them. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm going to butcher all the Chinese names. I'm so sorry. I'm Chinese, but that doesn't mean I can speak Chinese. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Queen Nu, and this is uh, an actual dragon, and he's a creature who likes music. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, then there's Yazi. He is hybrid wolf and dragon. Cool as fuck. Sick, um, sick, sick. And he likes to fight. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Less relatable to me, but to many, Yes. To many, yep. Then there's Chao Feng. He is a phoenix and a dragon. And I say he, I have no idea what their genders are. Let me just say they. I'm so sorry. Um, they're they're they not here to correct like, you. I'm I'm correcting myself. I need to I need to watch my language. Mm-hmm. They are a phoenix and a dragon, which again is like so fucking dope. That's um, extremely cool. Yes. This this person, this child, this this phoenix dragon likes adventure. Oh, yeah, oh, they're fun. They're so cute. Uh-huh. It's so, they sound like the. Um, have you ever seen the Airbud movies that they've been making? Like that they made in the early two thousands, where it's all his puppies, Air Buddies. <gasps> yeah, all the Air Buddies. Each like, there's one that's like rowdy, and there's one that's like a girl, and there's one. That, <laughs> <laughs> there's Smart. one, you know, that likes like adventure. It kind of sounds like yeah. the Air Buddies. Oh my god. This is Air Buddies before Air Buddies. Amazing. New Air Buddies Incredible. must have been based off of something. They must have been. Because, you know, that research went so deep. They yeah. weren't messing around. Come on. Yeah, for real. Um, then we have Pulau. This is just a, a little dragon who has four legs. I'm, I'm and just a little dragon. I, I think I relate to Pulau because Pulau likes to scream. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just yeah. likes to scream. That's yeah. Pulau's thing. Oh, I yeah. really mm, okay. Yeah, I know mm. it, it'll be hard to pick. Um, yeah. Swanee is is the one we've been talking about. Our lion dragon friend. Um, they mm-hmm. like to sit down. Oh, this yeah, might be my choice. That's their thing. Sitting. This might be my choice. Yeah. Uh huh. But keep going. Let me. Okay, keep going. And uh, next is Bi Shi who is a turtle dragon and hmm. they like to carry heavy stuff because they got that big shell okay not not me they not love relatable. to yeah but they they love to they love to get those reps in they love to be swole. it's true yeah they really are mm-hmm. um they're always getting those gains uh, there's Beon, who is a tiger dragon and um they like the legal system <laughs> unrelatable <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> not, not universal. Um, Bajia is a like reptile and a dragon, cool. and they like to drink water. That's their thing. You know what? I think we should all try to be more yeah. like them, like Fajian. Because have, have you ever have you ever just had a sip of water like Bajia, and then just been like, I feel so much better. Wow, because you should I, be hydrating. I, 
I have no more acne. I have no more depression. I do yoga now. Wellness icon. Mm, Yes. And then finally, we have Chi Wen, who is a fish and a dragon. And this guy likes to swallow. Um, uh-huh. I was, I just was hearing a list of like cute, like a uh, dragon hybrid uh-huh. babies doing different, liking different yep. things. Like I talked about, I thought yeah. they were like the air buddies and then just one yep. just like to swallow. He likes to swallow. It's what he does. So is there any other ones? <laughs> That's all of them. <laughs> um, okay. So tag myself, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think I'm I think I'm our dude. I think I'm the the food dog. I like to sit. Swanee. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. She likes to sit. (laughs) Which one are you? The screaming one? I'm the screaming one, obviously. From this podcast you can tell. All I want to do is interrupt hope by screaming. (laughs) My dumb jokes that are not funny. I like your jokes. (laughs) Like we said, this podcast is for one person, so it's 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 for you, Hope. And it's for me. Brandy. Anyway, Silk Road traveled, lions got to China, everyone was excited, and then we got lions, then we got Swanee, then we got our statues, and they all came together. So they were just like, this looks like this new animal, hell yeah. Hell yeah, we already have one of those, and it's a magical (laughs) dragon lion, and now it's real, and it's in the emperor's house. Cool. Wow. That worked out well. Yeah. So, um, hmm? is there anything scary about them or are they just magical? They're just magical and they're just good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They just help. Um, if you like place them in the incorrect way, they won't work as well together. That's the only like stipulation, but they're really like, they're really chill dudes. Um, Mm -hmm. everyone likes them. They've spread all over. As I said, they're in Japan, they're in Korea, they're in Myanmar, Cambodia, Sri Lanka, Thailand, Tibet, Vietnam. Everyone has a food dog. (laughs) Everyone's got a food dog. It's amazing. Um, and that's, yeah, I, I feel like I've talked so long about these guys, so I'm just going to cut it there and be like, I love them. Yeah, um, I think food dogs are great, and I I do believe they're real, and I believe in their magical powers. Um, yeah. As for gargoyles, I think they're real, and I think they're way cooler than the people that are writing blog posts about not reading Harry Potter seem to. Yeah, I don't think they should. You should use them as an excuse to tell people not to have fun. Right. Um, I, I think they're they're a cool addition, and I think Saint Bernard, the the shit man from. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1200 was uh was being a little too serious just have a little fun put put a statue of a snake with seven human heads um out there um on your church in the front in the back and Uh and uh i think i think that'll that'll be more interesting for everyone give them something to look at Mm -hmm. you know i'm glad that uh saint bernard got magically transformed by a witch into a big helpful dog i think I think he's better that way. What is what's this story? <laughs> you don't know it? Um I think yeah, I think they're real. I think their magic is real. Mm-hmm. Uh I think both of them they trap evil spirits. Uh one of them is sucking up demons, one of them is sucking up bad vibes. Mm-hmm. I think it totally works. Um I also just think it's really interesting that these are sculptures created by humans mm-hmm. that don't have any sort of like mythical creatures really necessarily like uh that they came from or something you know they're clearly created by people and yet they are given these powers that people believe in you know like are you saying humans gave them these powers mhm to it's not like like, like we're we're trying to figure out why these things exist with these stories. Yeah, and it's not mm-hmm. like they have some sort of origin story where they were like a mythical creature that got turned into a statue or something. They were always a sculpture. They were always like an ornament, but then we decided that they have powers and now they do. It's like 
it's it's really cool. I feel like how this magicalness is not actually coming from, you know, gods or fairies or like a supernatural place. It's coming from people. Yeah. Who made them. Uh, once again, we come upon the power of storytelling and spooky shit. No. Let's talk about the power of storytelling and how it is basically what makes us human. Mm-hmm. And so, read Harry Potter. And you got to read Harry Potter or else you're missing out, mm. dude. Um, mm-hmm. My bad advice would be to ban all gargoyles from churches. And my good yeah. advice would be to put gargoyles in your new hip church. Where I mean, if you can put a skate yeah. park in the back of your church, you can put some right. gargoyles in there. Look, if you're going to have like quarters of Krispy Kreme donuts for me to eat after the sermon, <laughs> then you can at least have a few gargoyles around. Yeah. 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 I would say my bad advice would be to um, misgender and disrespect any of mm. the dragon's children. Yeah. Um, to make fun of their their uh, you know love of swallowing, <laughs> to make fun of their love of the judicial system, to Nerd. not give them their proper respect because. Nerd. They are dragon babies and they play basketball. Okay. Wait, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> okay. I thought this was another part of the myth. I forgot the bullshit that I laid out earlier about the air buddies. Um, you got to remember your own bullshit. Hope. <laughs> um, Work with me. No, I've never remembered what we've talked about in any of these episodes. It's but- gone. It's gone. If you, uh, I I dropped the ball on the Instagram because some stuff happened in real life. Um, Look, it's fine. <laughs> some stuff happened, but you should, that's still the best place to contact us. Like, I will get a notification if you send a message. So, mm-hmm. um, Spooky Shit Pod is our handle on Instagram. Hopefully we'll be posting some of these images. And mm-hmm. um, Gotta wait. see that butthole gargoyle, please. Dude, you have to tell me which one it is, because I, I googled butthole <laughs> gargoyle, and there were five different butthole okay. gargoyles. Post them all. <laughs> That's a post by itself. Um, so, yeah. goodbye then. Bye! <laughs>